Hey y'all, welcome back to the Honestly Julie podcast with me as your host, Tyler Simone. And today we're going to be talking about how to be a gym girly, okay? How to be a gym girl, okay? Um, <laughs> but no, we're going to be talking about your health and exercising and gym life and all those good things because over the past, mm, I guess I'll say two years, I've really kind of figured that out for myself and throughout my life I wouldn't say like I mean I haven't struggled with my weight or anything or anything like that that wasn't really my story but I will say that like when I was younger okay you know I didn't I'm a little bit thick okay I'm a little bit thick and that has always been the case well you know what when I was younger you know I was just the same size as everybody and I kind of was like a late bloomer all my hips and curves and all the things came late for me but when they came they they I I just was out here okay I was I was thicker than everybody and so you know when you're growing up and you're looking at your group your group of friends or you're looking at you know just every a lot of the girls that are in your grade and you've got a lot more hips and legs and hips and all that you know I have the body and um although you know those things are not to be looked down on those are good things at the time it was just like dang everybody can wear things that I can't wear everybody is smaller than me um and I don't think no no one ever made me made me feel bad about it or anything like that like I wasn't like an overweight kid um but I just had hips and thighs and all that a lot sooner than everybody else did um even though I was a late bloomer so it's kind of backwards but anyways um growing up for majority of my childhood my mom was um like probably when I was like 10 or something she started getting super healthy and you know you know taking the pop tarts and the toaster strudels out the at the fridge and the in the pantry and you know a lot of the foods that were you know that kids ate I did not really eat that much unless I went over a friend's house or something which kind of sucked but at the same time I understand you know she was just trying to make sure everybody stayed healthy and things like that but I kind of had like a weird relationship kind of with my body and I always thought that I was bigger than what I was I'm sure y'all have seen those things on social media or tweets when they'd be like man you thought you didn't like your body or you thought something was wrong with the way that you looked back when you was in high school but now you 24 25 and you're like hmm I think I was all right I had it together um but yeah I never I never thought that I you know I never hated my body or didn't like the way that I looked just overall but understanding of what my body was kind of like I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far as to say it was body dysmorphia or anything like that but just um a little bit weird so I you know throughout my high school years like I played or I played some sports in middle school nothing too serious and in high school I really didn't I worked out from time to time with some of my friends a lot of my friends were athletes so sometimes I worked out with them but it was never anything serious um and so uh when I got to college, you know, the freshman 15 and all that kind of stuff, I was like, I heard about it. I knew that was a thing, but I did not really know. Okay. I went to a black school. Okay. Texas Southern University. Okay. Um, and in Houston, Texas, amen. But I, um, I was eating. Okay. Catfish Fridays. Okay. That was a one. I miss it to this day. You can get two big pieces of catfish, got the sides, they got the curly fries. You got everything that you need, all the sodas and the drinks, desserts, literally everything that you want. And I had two meals a day. Okay. So I was eating. Um, and then they had Chick-fil-A on campus. Oh, I was turning Chick-fil-A up. Okay. I had the points that paid for it. It was great. Um, so I definitely was doing a lot of eating, 
Um, and since there was no one there to kind of, you know, I wasn't, you know, your parents can't tell you what to eat, what to do, you know, came I was just doing whatever I wanted to do. And not saying that my, that when I was home that they were super restrictive. My parents didn't like say, you can't eat this, can't eat that. That was never the case. But um, still, it's just different when like you're in control of buying your groceries, <laughs> like things like that. Those little things make a big difference. And I gained my freshman 15 or maybe it was a freshman 30 or, you know, I don't know. We There was some weight that was gained. Um, and that kind of just continued throughout my college career. There was a period of time where like, you know, okay, I got serious. I was working out for a couple months because I think I I think I had weighed myself. And this is when I was like super like serious about numbers. I had weighed myself and I saw 200. I said, Oh Lord Jesus. Oh, I'm going, I'm dying. Like I'm, I'm thinking all kinds of things. And that is what had me in the gym. But, um, that did not last long. I, that did not last long at all. So, um, like I said, I worked out for a little bit here and there throughout college, never anything consistent. Um, and, and either way, I mean, um, even in those times I was working out for most of those times, I was not eating right. So it really wasn't, I really wasn't doing anything. Um, and so when I graduated, uh, college, I had lost some weight, but I was still like bigger than what I felt comfortable in. I, I knew I wanted to lose weight eventually, but I just wasn't taking myself myself seriously. I wasn't making the time at all to work out, to eat right. I wasn't buying the right thing. I wasn't doing anything right. I, I was saying in my head, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm going to lose the weight or I'm going to start working out or starting to be more. I'm going to do it. Like, but I never did it. I never t- took any action to make those things actually happen. Um, so really, I was just lying to myself. Um, that's that's just what it is. And, and like I said, I did it throughout college at certain times, but it was never consistent. And I feel that, um, you know, now that I'm here in my health journey, I can see that consistency is key. Like, I mean, of course, we already know that, but I just was just lying to myself. And so once I graduated um, from college, I came home and then COVID happened. Right. So I was just in the, in the house, you know, and I wasn't just eating actually. I really wasn't, I wasn't really the snacking thing that I used to do. I, I just kind of stopped doing that for no particular reason. So I would just, you know, eat like a normal amount and nothing really crazy, but I still like, wasn't being very active at all. I was just sitting in the bed, sitting at, you know, in that period of time I wasn't working. So I wasn't doing anything, literally just sitting on my behind all day. And eventually I don't know what inspired me to start doing this but excuse me I just started taking walks like outside um around my neighborhood maybe a mile a day I I don't even know I just would take a walk until I was ready to come back um and I would do this most mornings and a part of it was you know just like at first it was really just I think it was I needed to just get out the house you know we couldn't go anywhere we couldn't do anything and so I would just used to just walk outside and that was my little exercise for the day. You know, that was good. And, um, oh, I had gotten, so after, so after a while of doing that, I had gotten, um, an Apple watch. Okay. And now when I got that Apple watch that kicked it up because, um, I'm all about rewards, but I'm going to hold off on that. I'll come back to that later. Um, so I started doing these little walks and, um, it was good for me mentally. Obviously it was good for me physically, and then I was like, wait, 
this could be a part of my, I could start working out. So I didn't really like officially make it a thing like, oh, I'm really trying to be serious about this whole working out thing. But I had started doing like YouTube video workouts. So I would do a YouTube video workout and then I would go for my walk. And that was like, okay, cool, cool. Like I said, this I, I hadn't changed any of my eating. I hadn't did none of that. I was just being more active and doing it a little bit more consistently. So I was like, okay, I didn't like put too much pressure on myself. I was like, okay, cool. And then uh, my mom had a Peloton bike at her house. And so you can like use the online version of the Peloton, obviously without the bike. And they have different courses and classes and stuff like that. So I started doing those, which are a little bit more, you know, rigorous than the ones I was doing on YouTube. I was like, okay, cool. And so I was kind of doing a mixture of those three things for a good couple of months. And I started losing weight and I wasn't really trying. Like I said, I was eating a little bit better, but nothing. It wasn't the eating was not super intentional. Um, the working out was, but, um, like I said, it wasn't super, super consistent all the way yet. And so I know that I'm a person who likes incentives. Like you, if I'm supposed to be doing something and I can get a reward for doing said thing, I'll be 10 times more inclined to actually do it and stick to doing it. So, um, and like I said, just a disclaimer, this works for me What I'm about to say worked for me because I listened to myself at least most of the time. I, I hold myself accountable pretty well, I think when it comes to these things. So I was like, Hmm, okay. I like smoothies and fun drinks. Like y'all, y'all will hear about those later. I like to be, have a cute little drink, whatever it is, try something new. That's my little thing. So I was like, okay, there's a smoothie King like next to my house. And I was like, okay. You like smoothies, you want to have them, but there's no reason for you to be going to spend this money on a smoothie. And for what, what did you do to earn, to drink the smoothie, to have this extra protein? What you, what do you need it for? Um, and so my thing that I told myself, I was like, okay, if we're going to get this smoothie, then we need to work out. The only way that we can get the smoothie is if we work out. And so it started out like that. And so um, I wouldn't get it every day, but like, you know, cause that, that can be expensive cause I wasn't making the smoothies at home. This was for me to go to Smoothie King and have them make my, uh, coffee, high protein, almond mocha smoothie. Okay. Try it out. It's delicious. Or the Hulk. Okay. Get, get the Hulk, but <laughs> this is really good. Get the Hulk chocolate. That's my favorite. But the Hulk comes with like butter pecan ice cream and like turbinado and all that. And that defeats the purpose of the healthiness, but it tastes amazing. So try it regularly. But then after that, you can take out the butter pecan ice cream, replace it with frozen yogurt, which is a little bit better than ice cream. And then replace the turbinado with stevia. Delicious. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I'd be liking smoothies. So, um, what was my point? I forgot. Okay. But I, um, I made that a thing. So every single time that I would work out, you know, if I wanted a smoothie, I would allow myself to have one um, because I did what I was supposed to do. And that helped me to keep going. And in those times where I didn't want to work out, what got me to get off my behind was the smoothie because <laughs> I wanted to drink. Um, so that is kind of what got me going a, a lot more consistently. And then I was like um, talking to one of my friends uh, and she was telling me, she was like, she had been going to the gym consistently for a while. And she was like, you need to get some workout clothes. Cause I was just wearing whatever little old pair of leggings and big t-shirt that I had in my closet to work out. And, you know, cause I don't want to mess up my nice clothes. I don't have like, you know, I don't have a lot of gym wear anyway. Cause I wasn't going to the gym for the past years. And she was like, no, nah, you need to order, just order some little clothes off of Amazon. It doesn't have to be expensive, but it really changes the way that you look at yourself and it makes you more inclined to work out. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just try it. So I bought this purple set and I still have it to this day. Love it. I bought this purple set 
And when I put that set on, I said, oh, she's cute. It's giving body. I love it. And so I started working out even more. And I liked looking at myself when I worked out. I was like, okay, this is okay. She's cute. Um, and so then that came, that became another incentive for me. I couldn't buy more clothes if I wasn't working out consistently. Cause what do you need more workout clothes for if you're not working out? So, um, I think maybe it was, I can't remember exactly how I did it. Maybe it was like once a month or something like that. If I did, if I worked out a certain number of days in that month and I was consistent a certain number of days in that month, cool. You can order your, order another pair of workout sets or another thing of workout clothes and like I said that only worked because I was able to listen to myself and listen to listen and follow that rule that I put in place so if I didn't work out if I only worked out 10 times in the whole month that wasn't my goal so sorry I don't I didn't get to get it and I would be mad but that would make me go even harder the next month um so that's just I wanted to share that with you guys if if you're a person who is works well with incentives and knows how to listen to yourself and hold yourself accountable um even when you do you know miss the mark that might work for you it doesn't have to be a smoothies and gym clothes but whatever that thing is for you that you like um maybe that can be something that that can inspire you to actually stay consistent with working out um because I feel like that's the just the most important thing that was the most important thing for me um when I was doing this so then um after that time, I don't, a lot of time had passed, almost a year, I think, here, or a little, probably a little bit over a year. And at this point, my discipline is there. I'm being very, very consistent. And now it's to the point where I don't need the incentives to make me work out. I just do it because it has to get done kind of thing. And so that kind of brings me to the whole um, analogy I have with the training wheels on a bike. So like, of course, before you were gotten on your big girl bike, on your big boy bike, you had training wheels and that is how you got around on your bike with, with training wheels and training wheels are not bad. They're just a means to get you to the big girl or big boy bike, right? <laughs> Safely. And so that is what, how I thought of this journey for myself. Like uh, in the beginning, I had to use smoothies and clothes and stuff like that to help me get to where I am now, which is just like, if I miss the gym for too many days, or even, even if I like the, the past two weeks, I hadn't been to the gym and I just knew I was feeling off. I was like, Oh, I need to get to the gym because now it's just a part of my lifestyle. It's what I do. And if I don't go for a long time, I just feel off and I want to go. I, I want to go to the gym. Um, and so I feel like that's important just to be okay with having your training wheels on for a little bit and finding ways that to help you stay motivated especially when you're first starting um your journey because it's not easy and I'm gonna be keep it real with you I don't be liking a workout Mm -mm. I don't I don't really enjoy working out now I like it a little bit more I will say that I will like I like it a little bit more but working out is not something like I'm just like "Mm, I can't wait to get up and get to the no that's not me um so I feel like those incentives were really helped helpful for me to actually do what it is that I've been trying I had been trying to do all those years prior another thing that I um did was use my friends in a a positive way I mean but like another training wheel thing that I did was I had my friends around me and I asked them to hold me accountable and like check in on me and be like hey you worked out this week Uh uh-huh it sounds like you haven't it looks like you haven't you might want to get up and go to the gym and um not saying that they have to do it in a mean way or that they always on top of me, anything like that, but just 
having people in your corner who also want you to reach your goals and want you to be great, they will be helpful in being like, hey, uh, I ain't seen you get up for the gym in a minute, you know, like, because sometimes we need that. We don't be want we don't be want to do right. I just I mean I'm gonna speak for myself. I don't be wanting to do right sometimes. So like I had a friend who me and her started going to the gym together later, and I'll get into my whole gym thing, um, in a few minutes. But that was helpful too, cause I, there would be days I'd be like, mm, no, I'm not gonna go, and she'd be like, well, you haven't gone the past four days, Tyler. I mean, <laughs> when do you want to go? And that would be irritated, but I knew that she would be right, and I would get up and I would go, and then I would be happy that I went because I would feel good after. Um, so those are something else that you could do if you're having a hard time just sticking to it, call some people in who, who pay attention to you and who care about you and who can inspire you and encourage you to get on up and go to the gym. Um, and also don't be out here thinking that you need to work out for 18 hours every day. I started out with 15 minute walks, 30 minute YouTube videos, I wasn't working out for a long time because I don't like working out for a long time. Uh, that's not, I don't like doing that. I don't think that workout should be five hours, three hours. I don't want to do that. Um, but I started out really, really small, short workouts and that was it. Um, because for me, like I said, it was just important for me to be consistent um, and just be active. So it was okay if I didn't work out for 45 minutes. Um, although that was one of the goals that I set for myself eventually, I was okay. If I just got up and did something, I was fine. There was a point. Wow. Okay. There was a point where on the Peloton app I was telling you guys about, they had like a five minute section, right? And in that five minute section, they had a whole bunch of five minute workouts. So I didn't found a little five minute ab workout and I did not want to work out that day, but I put it on my TV and I got on the floor of my bedroom and I did this five minute ab workout and that was it. I was done. Um, and like I said, that wasn't, a, I, I, I wasn't sweating. I was okay. But now my abs were a little bit, they was a little bit hurting a little bit, but it wasn't a full blown workout. It was five minutes of my time, but I was happy with myself because I didn't want to work out anyway. So the fact that I even got down there for five minutes, I was like, great, wonderful. Now th- that was a part of me giving myself grace. I did it. It wasn't the best workout. It wasn't a long workout, but I was active and I was consistent. And that is my goal. So I didn't let myself do that too many times because I didn't want to create that kind of habit um, to where I thought that just doing anything was a sufficient workout. But in those beginning stages, I think that that's fair for you to just do whatever you need to do, whatever that goal is for you. And we'll talk about that in a little bit too. Whatever that goal is for you, do whatever little thing, even if it's just a five minute workout, a five minute walk, a one more healthy food choice that for that day, like whatever that little thing is, do that thing. So what I want to talk about now is the other part of it. So you have the working out, great, wonderful, but now we need to talk about your diet, okay? Now, when I started my little journey, I didn't have a strict diet that I was on because in those previous years before I graduated college, I had did all the diets. I've done the ketos and the lemonade cleanses and all that kind of stuff, um, and those are so cool. You you will lose weight on those. You lose weight. You can cleanse your system out. You can do all that. They actually work. Like I've, d- I've done a lot of them, but they're just not sustainable in my opinion. They're not sustainable and you can do them. But as soon as you stop it, if you haven't changed your lifestyle, you're going to gain weight right back, right back. And that's what I did every single time. Um, so 
the keto thing was cool. I enjoyed the keto. I was like, okay, this might work. This might work for me. But I like potatoes. French fries is my favorite food. Um, that's not a part of keto. I like sugar. I have a sweet tooth. I want ice cream. I want candy. I want all the things. Can't have that either. Um, so that doesn't work for me. And I like rice. Sometimes I want to eat some bread. Okay. Those things are not allowed. And so I knew it wasn't going to be sustainable for me for a long time. Um, so when I started this time and I wanted to take my, my eating seriously now, I didn't choose, uh, some fad or a diet cause it just isn't sustainable for me. Um, and I knew that I wouldn't stick to it long enough, uh, for as long as I wanted to be consistent, which is, I guess now forever, <laughs> but um, and also I knew that I did not want to do outside of, outside of just the strict diet. I knew I was not about to do no counting calories, weighing out my food. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I know I'm not, gonna, I might do it for a day, but that's it. One meal, perhaps I'm not going to be consistent with that. So I didn't want to put myself in a position to fail. If I would have said, mm, yeah, I'm going to measure out my, my, the grams and milligrams of each thing. And I'm going to log every single thing I eat into this app on my phone. I will be disappointed in myself every day. I'm not going to do it. So, um, I wanted to remind y'all to not put unrealistic expectations on yourself. If you know if some, there's something that you just will not do and you have a high chance of not ever being consistent with that don't put yourself in that position. Like don't, don't do that. Cause you're going to be mad and you're going to feel like you're failing when really you're just not picking a, a option or a path that best fits your life. You're picking something that you think you should be doing. I had uh, some of my other friends. Oh yeah. We can log our food every day. We can log it in the app and count the calories. And that's great. No disrespect to them. That worked for them. But for me, no, I'm sorry. Um, I'm just not going to do right. So what I chose to do is go more for a lifestyle change, um, focus more on just making healthier decisions in general and making that kind of shift in the way that I live my life and the way that I eat. So I, at this point, I just eat what I want, but a lot of things that I want tend to be healthy. Now I like unhealthy stuff. Okay. I'm this burger girl. I want a burger. I want steak. I want all the unhealthy things. Give me a big bucket of ice cream. I want all the things, but I want those things in moderation. Like that's just it. I, I be feeling weird. If I don't eat no vegetables in a week, I'm like, dang, I ain't no vegetables all week. That is what is going on. Um, so like I, I, my brain lets me know like, Oh girl, you've been out here eating crazy. I think you should tighten up. <laughs> like, and I don't, I don't beat myself up. I don't, I don't like punish myself for eating bad. I can make note and be like, girl, you really wild out this week. Why did you have, why did you have, um, a big burger on Monday? You had chicken tenders on Tuesday. You hit up canes on Wednesday. Chicken tenders two days in a row. What? Then Chipotle. Well, Chipotle is not that bad, depending on what bowl you get. Okay. But I, I, when I have those moments, I'm never beating myself up for the choices that I made. I'm acknowledging them and deciding if, if that wasn't okay, what are we going to do to shift up on out of that? And that's it. And I leave it in the past. Um, so I just kind of work it that way. So I still eat whatever I want for the most part. I eat whatever I want. I don't monitor every single thing that I eat every day, but I am mindful of my eating habits. I'm mindful of what I eat every week. So if I am, if I haven't eaten any fruit in like a week, I'm not a fruit person. I like fruit, but like, I'm not going to eat it unless someone puts it in front of me. I don't be thinking about it. So I try to be more intentional about if I go to the store, buy some uh, kind of fruit that you like, keep that in your diet. 
okay, you haven't eaten vegetables in the past week. Hey, let's go ahead and for this next week's uh, meal prep, make sure you get an extra helping of vegetables. Make sure that you find some vegetables, vegetables that you like so that you will actually eat them. So those are things that I did in order to help me shift into like just a lifestyle change in terms of how I eat versus the whole counting calories, do the diet thing. Um, and like I said, that's just what worked for me. For you, a, a diet, you may be able to stick to a, di- a diet for a year. You may be able to count your calories and weigh out your food. And that may really work for the journey that you're on. So I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying that it was bad for me personally. So you have to figure out what what worked best for you. Just like I said, with the training wheels on the bike, I had certain training wheels, incentives, and um, having my friends keep me accountable. That's what worked for me. But those two things may not work for you. So just figure out what it is. Take some time and figure out what it is that helps you to stay on track with anything, you know, not just with food or with working out. What helps you stay on track in your career? What helps you stay on track with your friendships and relationships? What helps you to stay on track with any other thing that you're trying to accomplish? If you look at those things, a lot of those, uh, the reasons that you're able to be successful in those areas, a lot of those reasons are going to overlap. So if you can identify the root of those reasons, you can use those to help you in um, making that lifestyle change into how you work out and how you eat. So, um, with that, I want to also say that put things in place so that you do not slip up, especially with your dieting or with your eating habits, right? So, for me, I know that if I don't meal prep my lunch for the week, I'm going to eat out every single day. One, that's not good for the pockets, and two, that's not good for the body. So, in order to help me help myself, I meal prep on Sundays, usually the day that I do it. And I try to come up with something good, something interesting that I want to eat for the week, get on Pinterest, find some ideas, whatever. And I try to make it fun and I cook it and it's a whole thing. And I'm happy when I'm eating what I made each week. Um, and so for you, that may be something different, but you you want to put things in place so that you have a lesser chance of slipping up, especially on your eating in the beginning too, when you're going to be having those maybe stronger cravings for things that you shouldn't be eating at the time or just shouldn't be eating as much of, you know? So that just goes back to the same thing with my training wheels. Start slow, start small and put things, put, put, put guidelines and guardrails in place so that you don't slip up if you, if you can help it, you know, it's going to happen from time to time. We're not perfect, but if you can do some things to help you, why not do that to make the process just a little bit easier? Um, and for me, um, I think it's also important that you identify what your goals are. I didn't have any specific goals outside of, okay, I want to be consistent and I want to eat better and that's it. But other people may have stricter goals like, okay, do you want to have a certain diet that you want to stick to now? Or is there a certain amount of weight that you want to lose in a certain amount of time? Is there a certain piece of clothing, a dress, some pants that you want to fit into by a certain date? Um, or is the goal just for you to get to the gym three times a week and do that consistently? Um, whatever that goal is for you, you need to identify it so that you can make a plan around it. So like I said, for me, I just wanted to be more consistent with eating. I mean, sorry, with working out and I wanted to make a lifestyle change in the way that I eat and just make healthier choices. So my things that I looked at, I was like, okay, what do I want to eat? What do I need to eat? What is, what is the, what is my vision for how my eating will look like? And then how will I hold myself accountable to that? Because that's the most important thing. Um, not only to the eating, but how I'll hold myself accountable to 
being more consistent? What does that look like for me? So I just basically drew a picture in my mind and and then I wrote it down about what the healthy me looked like and how will I get to her? You know what I'm saying? So um, for me, it was like, okay, we're going to go to the gym at least three times a week. We're going to be mindful of what we eat. And if we notice that we're eating a lot of things that are not the best for us, let's make a plan to switch out of that and get back to things that are more healthy for us and do everything in moderation. That was basically my thing. I didn't have a strict number. I've never been, I used to be, I guess, in the, when I was younger, but as I got a little bit older, I was never, I stopped being a, a number on the scale kind of girl. It just doesn't really mean that much to me anymore. Um, I don't even know how much I weigh, but I know I like the way that my body looks right now. I like the way that it feels, I like the way that it looks. I, I like the way that it looks when I put on clothes and everything. So um, that's what's more important to me. But for you, a number may be very important to you, which is not bad at all. Um, if that's your case, write that number down. Make it plain. Put that number up in your on your mirror. Write it down in your mirror. Write it down wherever you need to write it down at. Remind yourself of it every day so that you can keep moving towards it. If you do have a specific goal, uh, especially if you have a specific time that that goal needs to be achieved by. So, um, I think the most important thing though, about this whole entire process is to give yourself grace, especially in the beginning of your journey, because you are going to slip up. You're doing something that you have not done before. I mean, you might've tried to lose weight before, but if you're really serious about making a whole lifestyle change in the way that you treat your body and what you put into your body, it's going to take time. It's not something that's going to just switch on. Like I said, for me, it took me over a year to get to the point where I was completely consistent without needing anybody to check on me or anybody to incentivize me. Um, so it takes time. Um, and it might take you shorter than it took me or longer than it took me. That's fine. It doesn't matter as long as you get to where you want to be. Um, but I know in the beginning, like I told y'all the example about my five minute ad video, that was something that, that was me giving myself grace in that time because I knew that I already didn't want to do it. I was already fed up. But if I just did nothing, I would be mad at myself. So (laughs) um, I think that it's important that you give yourself grace um, and allow yourself to know that you're working towards something that is not an easy thing to do. You're retraining the way that your mind thinks. You're retraining the way that your body works. And you have to give yourself the time to do so. So um, I think that we have to just remind ourselves about that because we can be, and I mean, I'll speak for myself. I can be extremely hard on myself about everything, um, especially in terms of something that's in, in my total control, like your, your health and your weight and your eating habits, whatever that thing is for you. Those things are in your control. Like no one else, as long as you are in control of what you eat, if you have the money to afford, um, your food, you are in control of your body and how it looks and how you feel about it. That's all in your control. So, um, if it's about money, if it's about money, because a part of this time when I was going through this, I didn't have a job. If it's about money, go to Aldi's. Aldi's has a lot of affordable groceries that are good quality. Um, I did a lot of that, especially in college when I was when I f- thought I thought I was finding myself being healthy. I was doing a lot of getting a lot of produce and a lot of things from there. Um, and you don't need a gym. Like I said, I was doing a lot of my working out outside or in my bedroom on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So um, in terms of working out, you go outside, take a walk, just walk. I wasn't running cause this girl does not run. Okay. I don't like running now. You know, you can catch me doing some sprints now. Now I can do some sprints, but in general, I don't like just outdoor. I want to be out. So outside, I want to run. That's never been my thing. 
Um, so you can walk, you can run, you can do lunges up and down the sidewalk. You can do whatever you want to do, but uh, there's plenty of free resources and I'll link some of the things that I was using, some of the videos that I was watching, um, in my, in the description box so that you can go and do those, but you know, make yourself a priority because it's really is about a you versus you kind of thing. If you don't like the way that you look, if you're not happy with your, the, your health, if you don't like what you're putting in your body, you can, it's okay. You can make the changes. You're in control here. So I hope that that empowers you and encourages you because it's, 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 it's doable. It may take time. And I think that sometimes in my case, I didn't want to put the time in. I was like, man, it's not working. Done. <laughs> I can't tell you the amount of times that I have lost weight. I've looked at myself. I've been sad. I didn't like the way that I looked, did a fad diet, did whatever, for like a month, maybe two months, lost a significant amount of weight. Let's not lie. Lost weight. And then I was like, okay, I'm good. All right. Stop. <laughs> I stopped um, Stopped eating right, stopped working out, stopped doing everything. And I was like, yeah, okay, we good. A month later, I was right back where I started two months ago. And I did that cycle millions of times. Um, and I didn't get serious until I was like fed up I was like okay <laughs> there's I could I, I could be consistent I'm consistent in so many things I'm good about so many things but something that is in my total control that the only person who can change it is me and I have all the resources to do it like YouTube is free the outside the air out there I can go get that I can walk outside right now for free and I'm not doing those things it just didn't sit well with me um, especially in that time where I wasn't working, I was like, girl, what, what are you doing? You ain't doing nothing. There's no reason why you can't take 20 or 30 minutes out of your day to work out, or you can't take an hour or two out of your day to cook something, meal prep for the week so that you don't eat bad. I don't, it's not, you know, <laughs> so I guess I kind of just got fed up with myself and that's what inspired me to take myself a little bit more seriously, take my health a little bit more seriously. Um, so that's it for Jim Girl 101. Okay. <laughs> that's all I wanted to share with you guys, but I hope it was helpful for anybody who has been thinking about starting their health journey or is in the middle of it or is out of it now and is doing, is got, is got it. I mean, I guess you're still on the health journey, but, um, it's in a consistent place and they're happy with the way that your body looks like. I hope that, you know, you all get to where you want to be and it's going to take time, but it's definitely doable. So um, with that being said, I'm gonna get up on out of here. I already had my workout for the day and I am extremely sore. I need to stretch like literally my whole, I can't feel my legs, my legs, my butt, like everything is on 10 right now. Sitting in this chair right now to record this podcast has been difficult. That's how sore I am because what I was at the gym for two, I was out of the gym for two weeks and I am regretting that now. <laughs> but one more thing before I go, like, that's one thing that I have noticed. And that's, this is really with anything that I'm really consistent in. If I, if I get to the point where I'm actually consistent, consistent in something, if I don't do it for like, cause it, it becomes a habit, right? If I don't do it for like a week or two weeks, I start feeling weird uh, and it just be pulling me back, me back. <laughs> so like, I already knew that I was like, okay, girl, it's been two weeks we better get it together. Um, also another, another incentive for me though, is I pay for my gym membership now. I'm in the gym, right? I go to the gym. Now, I used to go five five times a week when I was really in there, and that was really awesome. It was good. 
Um, and now I go probably three times a week, maybe, maybe four. Um, but my thing is now, cause I pay for the gym membership and it was, it isn't super expensive, but I still pay for it. I'm like, if I'm not going to the gym, at least, I don't know. What was it? Was it 10 times a month? Something like that. Whatever that number is, I got to go back and look. Cause I calculated it all out. I think it was 10 times a month, right? If I don't go at least that many times a month, I need to cancel my gym membership because now I'm wasting money and that is not what we do. So, um, that's something else that kind of like back to my whole incentive thing, um, and holding myself accountable. I will cancel the gym membership in a second if I'm not going. Um, so, um, that's another thing that I do, but anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here for real this time. Um, but guys, um, I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that it was helpful to you. Um, please let me know what you think about this episode. You can send me an email at the honestly, truly podcast at gmail.com. You can send me a voice message, um, through my anchor website and the, the, uh, link for that is, uh, in the description box. You can click that and leave me a voice message with any questions or concerns or any comments you want to add to anything that I've said. Um, and I will do my best to get back in touch with you. Also feel free to leave me some stores. Okay. Give me five stores if you enjoyed this. Um, and that's about it. So you guys have a great rest of you of your week. Um, love you guys. Bye. Where do I want to go from here? I want to stop and crop this part out. Uh, uh. I miss that. Uh, uh, uh. Guys, we're gonna just. What am I saying?